Welcome to Hell or High Water. I'm Luke, your game master for this Viking encampment adventure. And with me are the Raiders. I am Ulf. I am Arn. I am Veruna. And I'm Grandma. Thanks so much uh, for you guys making it sound really natural. Uh, hey, I we're am professionals. Grandma was the You're only the one, one who didn't believe want to sing grandma. it, so... <laughs> yeah, we wanted to start the episode with all of us singing Christmas carols. Hey, no hey, Christmas until after Halloween. All of us. Hey, friendly listeners, if you'd like to hear us singing Christmas carols at the beginning of Just every episode, us. let us know. Don't shoot us. Donate on Patreon. The more money <laughs> you do, the more songs <laughs> we sing. Let us know, but we'll still sing. All... I will hey, end Luke, everything. Luke, this is going to be released after the end of October. Like we're we're on episode five now. No Christmas until after Thanksgiving. That's probably that there already. We're probably past Christmas. We might be late. Hold on, guys. I'm looking it up. Let's see. So <laughs> we could do like a we Tank. could do a special Patreon oh. gift of us no. just singing Christmas carols. This ep- this we, we'll just have to record be... a whole album. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's going to be released on uh, the 4th of December. So we're still early for Christmas, but it's after Thanksgiving. Hey, my, so we have the heck you want. really soon. Yeah, no one cares. No. Oh. Uh, listeners, my birthday is coming up really soon after this uh, episode releases. So, so yes. wish as wish. much hate mail as you can spur. Send or it. wish a happy birthday. What, 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 you yeah. know, tomato, happy tomato. Thing. Yeah, tomato, When's, potato. When is same. everyone else's birthday? I would like <laughs> to exercise my right to not incriminate myself and plead the fifth. Okay. The fifth There's of what? Time. Yeah, the my fifth birth- of what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so last episode, you all took watch and you spent your night being kind of creeped out by movement in the forest in the dark, deep. Kinda. Woods. And then on the last shift, heard this really odd, unnatural howl from a distance, and it was responded to much, much uncomfortably closer to him. The next morning, everyone got up, had some breakfast, a la grandma, with coffee included. And they took off. Arn was able to eventually find tracks that he could follow, and they set off into the woods. While Grandma softly sings Christmas songs since it's after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh no, what happened to Grandma? (laughs) Uh, Who the hell is this Christ person she keeps singing about? I I don't sing Christmas songs about him. thinking about snow. Yeah, there's there's songs about snow and other things. Oh, these and would make great things to sing around guy. the Yule log. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Sinterklaas guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know Corden that's kind of in disguise wearing a big red coat? Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do we do a Christmas special where we have to, like, fight? The compass or something? Yeah. Yes, I have Krampus, to go wreck like the compass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Krampus. I like that guy. He's cool. He hangs out with that Santa Claus guy. He steals you, know? you and he eats you. Well, yeah, only you're if bad. you're bad. So someone hides they spooky lady. Uh, Craigery. Craigery's in danger. <laughs> Craigery is Krampus. Like, I've okay. been trying to tell you this the question. entire time. Are you guys leaving your horses at the cottage, or are you taking them through the woods with you? How 
overgrown is the ground there? It's it's late in the season, so the underbrush has kind of died back a little. It's fairly well travelable. You can make your way through with horses fine. It's just you'd have to, if you're traveling any kind of distance, you'd have to be sure to feed them and take care of them on the way. Relevant question. Can they hold their own in a fight? Like, or the horses, no. Useless? They're okay. not useless in fights. Gregory was actually involved in an underground fighting club when he was younger, so... He just is not allowed to talk about it. I'm yeah. just He's saying, some horses are kind of vicious, like war horses and, like, they're bad horses. <laughs> These are so riding horses. Some... Oh. Yeah, I don't even know if Gregory's a riding horse. He's just... He's just there. <laughs> so, yeah, I would vote to leave the is horses a, behind. Horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, Gregory, you're in charge. Horsey, stay the hell away from him. So Arn finds a place to tie up Horsey on the opposite side of the building from Gregory. That is correct. But also so that he can still get loose if he gets spooked, so he's not, you know, defenseless. They, the party comes back to find horse jerky across the entire... <laughs> no! Uh, Anywho! So you, you, uh, you have tracks to follow into the woods. Boy. Yep. And I'd like to keep tracking them. Uh, roll a world-wise... Please be kind this time, Dice. Yeah, no more nat ones, please. Haha, a natural 19, so 22. Okay, yeah. So you are able to pick up the tracks really easily from there. Um, (laughs) Redemption! You follow them deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the woods. Uh, Everyone roll perception checks. So, question for you with this perception one. Can I add in... Hockey and or Barky and or if I take a deep sniff, can I? To the people that don't know, Arn has the ability with Keen Sense. If I can add to my perception checks by <laughs> take, if I can relate it to smell. Yes, I hate that. It's <laughs> so like a good. big old whiff. <laughs> <laughs> Away from that oof oof because. Ugh. Okay, so. Your pets have their own checks, so you theoretically could roll three different perception checks. I'm going to tell you that so long as Hockey is not trained to alert you to anything suspicious, uh, Hockey's not going to be super useful yet. Um, Barky, on the other hand, if Barky rolls a perception check and finds something, uh, Barky would probably alert you by barking per his namesake. Tracks, yep. Okay, so the first one, I will roll a perception check for Barky. He got a 16. And then for me, I got a 18 after all said and done. Okay, and Ulf? Uh, Ulf got a 7. Okay, Varuna? Uh, 16. 16 and Grandma? 14 all told. Okay, so Arn, Ow. as as you're traveling, you you catch movement on the side of you, um, just kind of in the corner of your eye, just some movement, maybe uh, a few dozen yards into the woods, and just as you catch that movement, you get a really low growl out of Barky. Alert the group and make ready my spear. 
And then I would, this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to see if it works. I would like to take a deep inhale of breath and see if I can smell death or gore in the air. <clears throat> uh, you do not. Neat. I passed that check, guys, but it, nothing happened. <laughs> That's my I story. I take out my bow. So Grandma takes out Uthor's bow. Uh, Arn would like to look at Battle Grandma and ask her why she's using her ranged weapon. She just got a bow. Yeah, that's her bow. Doesn't yeah. mean I can't use it. That, uh, okay. Varuna? Uh, I'm just going to prepare my shield and my, my axe. I had it out while we were walking. Grandma grumbles and goes back to her axes. You can do whatever the heck you want, Grandma. Grandma's muted. Arn, you, you pissed Grandma off too much. <laughs> Dang, so, Arn. Ulf is going to just grab their uh, their axe. Okay, do you all stop? Uh, I mean, Ulf would keep walking cautiously. Yeah, same. same. Yep. Arn does stop, though. And can I command Barky to do anything right away? Uh, depends on what you want him to do. I would very much like him to use his ability of... Where the heck did I put it now? Bark? I'm not making this up, folks. This is what it really <laughs> says. Barky has the ability to bark. Okay. But I would like to kind of signal him to move in and bark at this thing that we saw. Okay, so you're going to basically tell him to go scare out whatever... Threshes in the woods. Yeah, uh, can I uh, does, can I somehow signal to the rest of the group that that's what indeed what I'm about to do? Yeah, I, you can talk to your party members freely. Uh, so Grandma stops. Do you still have a bow, out, Grandma? What do you got going on now? I got axes. It was after I was heckled. <laughs> Arn tells Grandma, "Take your bow back out. What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Grumble, 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 this grumble. Is just, this is just like when she accosted a nice young man in the village, and she's like, where are all the young, able-bodied people at? And he's like, I'm right here. He was like 15. <laughs> so, what, so you have axes out, or you have a bow no, out? No, I took my bow out, because you just have opinions. <laughs> That is correct. I do have opinions. Yep. So Arn Arn says something to Grandma. I was like, okay, fine. Puts the bow away. Pulls out the axes. Ulf says something. Grandma's like, oh, I hate these young youngsters. And puts the axe away. Pulls out the bow again. Okay. Arn, are you sending off Barky? I wish for Barky to bark in at the whatever was in the brush there. Yes. Okay. So uh, you you turn towards where you saw this movement. And you you snap your fingers and, and motion at Barky and looks up at you and looks over into the woods and runs out into the woods, maybe 15, 20 feet, and stops and starts barking and continues to bark at whatever's in the woods, though you can't see it anymore. There's no motion. Okay, so Luke, do you actually see the the thing you sent me with bark and how that? Yep. So yep, I take nothing it. Nothing happens. Nothing happened. Okay. 
Bargy is over there just it appears to everyone else just barking at some trees. Oh, Barky. But I do not see... Nothing jumped out, nothing was right there? Nope. Okay, so then I would like to go and investigate the area where I thought I saw something. Okay. So, as you start moving forwards with your weapons drawn, you see what looks like a large wolf, probably... 150, 180 pound wolf shoot up from the bushes and take off deeper into the woods. Barky starts to run after them. Can I whistle Barky back to me? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so Barky stops making chase and comes back to you and and heals. God, I wish it was that easy in real life. Well, if it was trained better. Shut up! So, you you hear some crashing, you see the big wolf-like creature bolt out of this bush deeper into the woods until you lose sight of it. Does the rest of the group see this or do I have to alert yes, everyone them? everyone sees it. Okay. So as soon as Arn started making some kind of aggressive motion, obviously has a weapon out, is kind of stalking through the woods towards this area. Big old wolf runs into the woods. Oh, hey. Hmm. After some crashing through the brush and everything, the woods fall silent again. Did you, you guys saw that, right? That was really, really big wolf. Yeah, that was really a big wolf. Uh, yes, we, we did see that. Arn shakes his head at them and investigates the tracks. I would well, like so to you... determine if it was in fact a normal wolf or if it had other markings on it. Cool. So um, from what you saw, it appeared to be a very large gray wolf. Um, as you approach its hiding place, uh, you notice that there are not wolf tracks, but there are people tracks. Creepy. Arn immediately stands up and again calls out an Uflar, who is out there, but he does not tell the rest of the group what he is saying. Cool. So to everyone else, Arn goes deeper into the, the woods where this thing jumped out from, kneels down, looks at the ground a little bit, stands up and just yells into the ether, some language none of you recognize and is met with more silence. Okay. Do we want to try to follow that thing? How much daylight is left? Oh, you've only been tracking into the woods just a few hours, so you're barely even at noon. Cool. Since apparently none of the rest of the group want to ask Arn what he's doing, He's just going to take that as silent consent and we'll begin tracking this wolf deeper into the woods. I would like to ask you if we're still going on the same path as our original tracks. This creature seems to have moved perpendicular to the direction you were going. Cool. These weren't, so the tracks that we were following did not lead into that bush? No. Okay. Arn would still very much like to continue tracking or would like to track the wolf they just saw. Okay, uh, roll a worldwise. Hello, this is Grandma, and I I don't do the computers, but the others do. And you can find us on Facebook. We are under Viking Encampment. Uh, Instagram at Viking Encampment. 
this thing called Twitter at Viking in Camp MN or or the actual us H O H W cast and and then the TikToks at Viking in Camp MN we have a Patreon and go on and find us Viking Encampment the five dollar tier. You get access to all of our virtual content, including early access to episodes before they come out to everybody else. Grandma, I can I can tell you've been practicing the computer stuff. That was that was impressive. I went over to her to her long house the other day and I showed her how to do it. Oh, did she write? Did why, you write down why notes? I don't cut out. It's why I don't cut out in the episodes anymore. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm gonna cast a spell. Yep. What's everyone else doing while while Arn is yelling into the ether in a language you don't understand and tracking things that are large and hairy? Standing at the ready. <laughs> Ulf is sitting against the tree with uh, <clears throat> whatever they were whittling before. <laughs> I guess uh, Viruna is probably looking out in the woods trying to see if she can see anything and also trying to see if she can sense anything magical. Or otherworldly. I don't know if I have to roll a check for that, or if that's just something that I say that I'm doing. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have that ability. Oh. This was, again, a worldwide check that I was doing all-knowing, Luke, right? Yes, for tracking. Neat. I got a 19. Cool, yeah. So you're really easily following these people tracks. And... um. You try not to get too far away from the group without losing sight of them. And you notice that the tracks, they take off in one direction. And after maybe about 100 feet or so, they start turning back towards the direction you're going in the first place. But I can't see the the wolf anymore. It's still it's just gone. It, it took off and no one decided to, to make chase. Neat. Okay, I'm going to yell back at the group. What are you doing? Let's get going and see what they do. Waiting for you to start going. I've already went. Grandma starts going in that direction. Yeah, Arna is like 160 feet away from everyone right now. Ulf gets up and just grabs Varuna's like, uh, tunic and just is like, let's go. That's cute. Varuna's like looking at some flowers on the side of where they were yeah. following. <laughs> but I'm looking at them very like quizzically, like I'm trying to like solve some big mystery. Like I'm trying, like, trying to mm-hmm. find some answers. Like you're asking yeah. the flowers if they'd seen what was coming through, and you're <laughs> hoping for an answer, but nothing's really yeah. coming to you. Yeah. The the sade doesn't really work that way. <laughs> no, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but this this is like the first time Varuna's ever really been away from home, so. <laughs> world no, is big and scary. We, we've noticed, pukey lady. Oh, good. Okay, so everyone uh, eventually keep, gets gets um, back together with Arn, and um, Arn is kind of he, since he's tracking, he's taking his time, moving slowly, so it doesn't really take you much effort to catch up with him. And now you're about, I would say, a hundred, two hundred feet away. That's a bit much. Maybe 150 feet away from where you started where you saw the wolf-like creature run into the woods. 
and you're again going in that same westwardly direction. All right, let's trundle along. Trundle, trundle, trundle. So, I think if once I can... figure out what trundle means, I'll then kind of look at the group and go, "Do you guys know what I'm tracking right now?" Uh, do we we do we all see the the wolf creature thing in the woods, or was it just Arn? Nope, everyone saw the, yeah. the wolf jump up out of the bush and take off. And then everyone watched Arn carefully go over to where it was after calling Barky back, inspect where that thing was. He stood up, yelled a language that you don't know into the woods, and there was no response. And then he starts following the tracks into the woods. So you don't even know that he sees human footprints. You're just following him, trusting that he knows what he's doing. But then, yeah, I'll just say to Arn, yeah, um, we're all, like, we're looking for a wolf. A really, really spooky wolf. That's all I know. Yeah, okay. So Arn sighs deeply and explains to the group that whereas we all saw a wolf, right now we're following the tracks of a human. Oh. And Arn is starting to wonder if the Ufandar are around here. But he's, so he's been calling out in my native tongue, but I have not yet heard a response from them besides a very scary howl late last night. Is there any other way that we can, like, signal to the Ulfendar that we're friendly, or should we just still just get prepared to fight? I don't know that this is the Ulfendar. I am just ca- curious. Since they have not heard from them in a while, I don't know where they are or what they are doing. Nor if this tribe is going to be friendly or hostile towards us. Well, I think we should keep going. We should go in the direction of where that wolf creature ran off to then. Okay, so Arn continues to track and follow the tracks deeper into the woods. Yeah, you have no problem following these tracks. It was. It looks like it was a hasty escape, basically, from, from the four of you. Um, it took no time in trying to cover up where it was going. It was okay, they saw me, I need to get the heck out of Dodge. So after another couple hours of tracking this thing, um, everyone make perception checks. I rolled uh, a nine. I rolled a four, plus two, that's six. I got a 19. I'm at 11. Okay, so oof this time, um, as you're traveling, you... You notice that there is at least a wolf following you at at a distance, you know, just just off to the right. You know, after a little bit, you lose you lose sight of it. You try to keep it in the corner of your eye so you, you don't alert it to you knowing it's there. And then eventually you lose sight of it. And then there a little bit later, you might catch movement on the left side of you. Roughly the same distance, 80 to 100 feet away in the woods. You know, you see the passing between trees, almost watching you, following you, but it, it doesn't seem aggressive. They don't come towards you. I, I don't think I'd say anything. I, I think like I, I would be kind of too afraid to um, like I don't want to like alert the, the wolves that I'm watching them or like ha- make a sound to, that would spook them in any way. Cool. So Ulf is, is quietly following along on yeah. um, trail and eventually the group comes to a clearing and on the far end of this clearing looks like there's a uh, large hill built into this clearing on the edge of the woods and around the bottom of this hill 
there's a bunch of bramble bushes and it looks almost as if these were planted long ago um, to be almost a thicket to to cover the edge of the hill. I will go up and inspect the bramble bushes. Arn, Ulf, Grandma? I'm going to follow along just in case she gets distracted by the flowers. <laughs> that are growing in the middle of winter. We'll have to deal with that conundrum <laughs> later. Some earlier. I know. It's the middle of winter. It's really cold and we're looking at flowers. It's not the middle of winter. It's the, the end of fall. Winter. There's a difference. You just told... Okay, whatever. Who am I to argue with all-knowing Luke? Okay, so I would like to put away my spear and pull out the bow. And then okay. me and Barky are going to walk along the tree line and kind of see if we can't scout anything out around the, the outside of this bramble and this hill. Oof will probably follow Arn and just kind of try to be as helpful as possible, but probably get in the way. Stop petting Barky. <laughs> but I love him. I know. He is a lovable little turd, but we must let him do his thing. As Arn is saying this, Ulf is just in Barky's face like, Ooh, you go boy. Ooh, you go boy. Oh, no, and Luke, did I have a squirt bottle in my starting kit that I could like <laughs> no, squirt not Ulf Ulf with? I'll, I'll allow power, party hats, but modern squirt bottles, no. <laughs> no. This is... I, uh, I know, I'm, I'm an unfair game master. It's fine. Can I use my deception check or my insight thing and craft a squirt bottle? No. You I would can like to use your spear to get Ulf off of Barky. <laughs> Damn. I poke not Ulf Ulf with a tip of an arrow and go not now. Wow. Okay, okay. I am sorry. Okay. So as as Runa and Grandma make their way into the clearing and Ulf and Arn begin to skirt around the side, multiple people stand up out of the brush around the clearing. Oh, and farts. As y'all are trying to make your way in and around, they they make themselves known to you. And all these people, as they're standing up and, and visibly making themselves known, stepping out of the brush, out of the shadows, you know, into the light of the clearing, all of them are wearing wolf pelts. Not a one of them doesn't have one on, and that is all they have on. As Varuna and Grandma are approaching the side of the hill, the brush moves aside, and uh, a couple more of these people step out from that opening. I put my weapon. I put my weapon away, and I say hello. One of the two people that step out of the what you can see now, as the brush is moved aside, there looks to be a small cave entrance in the built into the side of the hill. And the man that steps out, steps forward, and looks at the, the four of you. And, and he also has, of course, the wolf pelt, his um, what appears to be um, partner, mate, whatever you want to call it, standing next to him and slightly behind him. And as he looks at you, says, who are you? Why come here? Veruna. And we are here to see what was going on in the woods. We heard about wolves attacking people and we wanted to see what was happening. He claps once and you see each one of these people that are around the clearing kind of surrounding you 
um, protectively. Wolves join them at their sides. And another eight more people come out from the cave entrance, just in the exact same manner, with more wolves accompanying each one of them. And there's also six children that kind of come out. And the couple steps forward, so they're standing between you and all the rest of the people. Says, you come for wolves. Arn butts his way forward at this point, or he makes his way as quickly as he is able, and would very much like to say, do not oof oof, do not pet them. Mm-hmm. And then to tattoo grandma, he says, keep Varuna quiet. And, and I hit her? Not yet, but ready your smacking I gauntlet. Just, if, if she's on the ground sleeping, I'll bite not you. starting problems. I will bite you. You do have the option to do subdual damage, which is non-lethal, and you could theoretically knock her out if you do enough damage. <laughs> I will wait for a Arn signal that that is necessary. <laughs> it's just that a nod. My own, not leave that up to my own judgment. Arn pinches the bridge of his nose and prays to Uller, why me? <laughs> Anywho, he starts to address the head honcho-looking dude and asks him, are you leader in Ufendar? The You notice when you speak Ulfur to them, everyone looks at each other like, really? And this this tall, naked man with a very large wolf pelt around him leans forward towards you. And in Ulfur, so no one else but Arn understands this, says, you speak our language. How did you learn this? I reply that I too am Uthandar from a different area, so I know. Ah, oh, good. Well, we welcome you. It's been a hard time. I assume you've come from the Haken daughter. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> that, you. That was that was meta meta knowledge that I just because <laughs> I could tell you didn't remember. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I confidently tell them that yes, we did, and then ask him what trouble does what has been troubling the village. The village, they have more than us. We we have to eat. We have to feed the pack. Our lands were taken, and we can't go back there. So we have, we had to do what we had to do. As everyone else is listening, there's th- this like low guttural, almost like growling, snarling language uh, it's 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 kind of gravelly to your ears you don't really like the way it sounds because it's so unfamiliar to you and Ulf is responding precisely like fluently in this language and it seems like they're having a conversation grandma is standing by because arn's facial expressions are not leading her to believe that anything's wrong right now at this point Veruna has put her axe like she's just put it back in on it in its hilt, whatever I don't know what axes go into. She's probably under her belt. Yeah, and she's kind of like nodding, like she's she's nodding, like she understands how what the conversation is. She's trying to be polite. She's just silently nodding, like oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this again? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Oof has brings out what he's been carving, which is a little wooden wolf, and just kind of. Puts it up towards the leader. 
<laughs> Gift for you? For you. Do you like it? He, he glances over and just kind of ignores Ulf and keeps his eyes on Arn, who's communicating with him and waiting for his response. Arn briefly explains that they are all harmless, but it's best to just ignore them. Ouch. Should be easy. Sir. And then, once again, Arn, this time in trade tongue, says to not Ulf Ulf, do not pet them. I, I just want to give them my gift. I don't think they want it, Ulf. No. Oh. So, okay. Wolf do not care for Wolf, gifts. Roll me a perception check. You said Wolf? Yes. Okay. 19. So you're, you're holding this, this carving out to the leader, it appears. And you see behind him, one of the children, like, looks around the, the female's hip. Like, very interested in this, this carving. I, I see the kid. And I kind of like nudge it forward, like towards the child. So as soon as you like turn to look at the child, you you get in response kind of like that shy but aggressive kind of child mentality. Just um, this kid doesn't speak your language, doesn't know your customs and just growls at you and pretends to be as wolfish as possible and hides behind the, the oh, female so leader. cute. Uh, Ulf just goes, shakes, shakes their head like affirmative, like, yeah, yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> and, uh, the, the male steps forward and says, what do you want with us? To Arn in Ulfer. Okay. <laughs> Ignoring the drama that is occurring between <laughs> not Ulf Ulf and the small Ulf and their trial. He explains that they came from a village where they complained of many wolf attacks, and we're just trying to figure out what is going on. I told you, we have little. They have more than us. The Hakon daughter has not traded with us in quite some time. The, the Hakon, he helped us. He traded with us. He had peace with us. Now we have to hunt and feed the pack. And... We cannot do so in our pack lands. They've been taken from us. Who took them from you? Who? Oh, it's not a who. It's a what. Tell me, leader. Did you find us last night in a clearing by a cabin? Hmm. Oh, we've been watching you since you left the village. Oh, I am Hen, by the way. You are who? I am Heng, and this is Elska. We are the leaders of this tribe. Greetings, Heng and Elska. I am Arn. You're going to love this, but the one over there trying to give this small toy to the child is named Ulf, but he is not Ulf. Not Ulf Ulf. That is an interesting name. Yeah, I was very confused when I first met him. I thought, oh, another Ulf. This is good. But he is not Ulf, so he is not Ulf Ulf. It's interesting that he would have that name that we don't normally let other people have. It's not one of us. While you guys are talking, Ulf is just on the ground, like, making the little wooden wolf, like, walk. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine both Arn and 
thing are kind of looking at it like, what is going on here? But Arn just says, no, they are weird, but they are useful and have earned the name. You're just going to have to trust me on this. And then I introduce Tattoo Grandma, who I don't really, uh, she appears to maybe be still trying to smack Varuna if she does anything out of line. She's kind of very carefully watching her, but I have an axe in my hand. And then I introduce Spooky Lady last and tell them, please ignore, ignore the excited motions she will eventually start making. I'm just still just sitting there, just like, uh huh, mm hmm. Yeah, and then I wave to them when I think that they're talking about me. Hang, Hang turns to Veruna, who seems to be understanding what they're saying, at least as far as she puts on. Uh, roll a deception check. Oh, no. Oh, my God, I actually, I have got... <laughs> Rolled a 21. So, <laughs> Hang turns yeah, to Veruna and says, I know you're come with him, but is what he says true in Ulfur? Okay, um, and I will respond in comp- in trade tongue. Oh no, thank you. We we already had breakfast, but maybe a light snack's good. Hank looks over to Elska and she just shakes her head, and he turns back to Arn. So you know where the livestock and things have gone. We took them to survive. Now you can go back and leave us. I would like to know what this other thing that took your lands were. Uh, we It took our lands, took many of our people. Child of Fenris is there. He blights the land and blights the minds of our wolves. What do you mean, blights the minds of the wolves? There were more of us, and the child of Fenris wolf, he, he knows wolf mind, and he speaks to them and controls them. There are fewer, few of us now. Because he turned the wolves on us. Many stayed with, you can see. But many more turned against us. Troubling. And this happened after your uneasy alliance with the Hagen's daughter? No. Akon was very good to us. It was not an easy piece. They are far different than our culture. Preach. But... They traded, and we were able to hunt in our land. Left us alone, for the most part. Now, we have no land, and we have no trade. Hmm. They're still speaking in Ulfingar. Yes. Ulfler, yes. Does anyone want to interrupt and ask what's going on? Because there is a long conversation going on between these two, and you have no idea what... Yeah, I would like to interrupt and be like, Hey, uh, Arn? Um, are they... What's, going... what's happening? Are... are we, like, friends with them now? Or Arn begins to translate the tale and tells the rest of the party what's kind of going on, that there is a monster warping the minds of the wolves against the wolf, which is not normal, and that this is the reason that they've been taking the livestock from Hacken's daughter's area. Did you explain to them that Gundis's people are being robbed by... Those mercenaries, and that's why they can't afford to trade with them right now? No. So I would like to turn to... I'm really bad with names. Hang, right? Yes. Neat. And explain to them that Gundis is having difficulty because of another Jotun 
that is causing her issues, and thus she's not able to trade with them. Do you say it that way? <laughs> is the word Jotun the one you specifically want to know about? Uh-huh. Neat. No, I was trying to be cute with another word for other because they are not oof, but another. I, I'd explain that it was another group of not oof and are that are causing the group of Gundis to have difficulties. My God, that was a butchered sentence. <laughs> that that tracks. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Pick one. I don't care. Thank him <laughs> or her or they. So, are you explaining that in Ulfer, or are you explaining in trade? Being the only person that speaks Ulfer, uh, I, I need you to clarify that, because I'm assuming everyone else will be communicating in trade tongue, if not specifying their own language. I will be asking, before I explain all that, I ask Hang if he speaks trade tongue. Uh, speak, yes, I do. Um, not well, but I speak. Okay, so then for clarification point, I am going to continue speaking in Ulfer just to make sure I'm understood correctly by Hang. Okay. And um, he looks over to Elska, looks back at you after you explain these things, and he looks up and around at his people. That is not my problem. We take and kill to survive. If we do not eat, we perish. What do you expect for us to do? I would like you to become part of a bigger pack. Just as the wolves have to gang up on their prey, the moose and the caribou, so too do the wolf need to help these others to deal with their issue so that Gundis might be able to eventually help you with these issues with the wolf and the spawn of Fenrir. You think Haken Daughter is going to do anything for us if we join them? What has this Haken Daughter done for us to this point? She has done nothing to help us. She has not even tried to communicate with us as her father did. How did her father communicate with you? Well, they came to our packlands, and they stayed with us, and we traded, and they left again. And then again, some time later, they would come with more trade, and we would give back to them, and they would leave. I remember Do the Hakon. He's a kind man, firm. Did not mince words, but kind. And as they're speaking, the rest of you can make out, like, Hakon, Haken daughter. You you pick up on a few different words that are being repeated, and especially the ones that are names. So you know that they're talking about Gundis or her father at some point. Uh, I guess I would like to interject again and ask uh, Arn what's, what's being discussed. Arn once again fills them in. Real quickly, and then also lets them know that Hang and Elska both speak trade tongue. If if we were to, if someone was to take care of this son of Fenris problem, would you be willing to try to make amends if Haken's daughter wants to reach out to you? If you take care of us, you take back our packland for us. We will consider. Haken daughter to be on good terms. And he's, he's saying this in Ulfur since he's so used to speaking in Ulfur. Arn, do you translate or Varuna, do you like interrupt him and like, ah, sorry, I don't speak that language. That'd be rude. The moment Arn sees Varuna open her mouth, 
he signals grandma who I'm hoping backhands her real quick. And Arn translates real quick like. Oh, like I just spoke to him and he responded. He just responded in an Ulfer. Right. So I translate real quick. So uh, Elska catches on and you see her nudge him and he looks at her and she kind of gives a a nod towards Varuna and he goes, sorry, Haken daughter, help Ulfer. We help Haken daughter. Okay. I'll turn to my compatriots and I will say, well, do you want to go kill a wolf? Arn will speak up and say, we are no match for something that can take over the minds of wolves and have killed many of these people. We need more help before we can do that. Do we think that, you know, that Jarl Torgensons would be willing to? I mean, we're already asking him to send an army to help Gundis with Gunnar and the other raiders. Yeah, so Arn will turn to Hang and Elska and ask him if they've heard of Thorveld Thorgirson. Is that the, the, the man to the south? Arn believes so, yeah. We have not dealt with this man. Well, that's neither good nor bad. <laughs> so Arn relays that to the group so that they all know the Ulfir have no issue with Thorgir's son. I mean, I don't want to leave if I know they're going to keep, like, attacking. Well, they're not really. Are they? Do we know if they were behind Uthor's death? Okay, let me ask them that. I would like to. I would ask uh, Hang and Elska, do you know who killed Uthor, the hunter? Uh, the hunter. That is too bad. This was not us. The wolves who turned against us killed him before he could do anything about them coming into the territory. We've pushed them back as much as we can, but we do not have the strength to go into our packlands and take back them from the child of Fenris wolf. I'm curious, have you seen this child of Fenris, or do you just see the effects of him? Uh, one of us, from a great distance, saw it. And can he describe it to me? Yes. Uh, and he nods over to, to one of the, the men on the side of the, the clearing. And the man comes over. And there's a quick exchange, you know, in hushed words. And the man, like, looks at the group of you. And... The, the color is flushed away from his face, like at, at even the mention of trying to describe this thing again. And Elska comes over and like puts a hand on his shoulder and, and nods and like pats him and um, exchanges some words that you can't quite make out from that distance because um, they're hushed and you know under their breath. But eventually he steps forward towards you, just a few feet away from uh, Hang and Elska where they're standing. And he says, This child of Fenris is. Hmm. He is a very large wolf. He is uh, not like any wolf you've seen here. He stands at the shoulder maybe 10, 15 feet tall. His eyes are red. And he smiles as if he knows the human tongue. It looked as if he spoke to the wolves. But I could not tell from where I was. It's, the hair is black like night. And those eyes... The eyes are terrifying. They glow a deep burning red, as if looking into the fire. All of it's in Ulfur. No one understands it except for Arn. Well, Arn, most likely with the color draining from his face, 
turns and explains what he just heard to the rest of the group. Any feedback, group? Out of character, Luke, is this at all similar to like what or how Ulf interpreted what they saw outside the cabin the first night they were there? No, the okay. eyes you saw were not at all supernatural. It was just yeah, okay, wolf in darkness. Gotcha. This is a problem that definitely needs to get taken care of quickly before it does any more damage to these people. Okay, so the rest of the group kind of... I guess this is actually a question, Luke, on how this works. If I talk out loud to get ideas from people, is that okay for games like this? Or do I have to think out loud and have like all the characters in the game hear me say this too? Uh, for For games I run, I like when the players are having conversations in character. And if there's any kind of metadata you have that doesn't filter into in character. So you as uh, Dan may know information about this particular thing. Arn might not. You don't share the same kind of information, which is what the checks are for. I guess my question was more, that's good to know, but my question was more, oh, hey, what the hell do we want to do here, guys? I would kind of like to step away from the group like them so that we can talk amongst ourselves. Is there any way for us to do that right now without it being weird or rude? Um, in normal channels, if, if you're having a conversation with someone and passing back and forth information, uh, turning your back and walking away is not typically considered a polite thing to do. But I'm sure if you said, can we have a moment? They would allow it to happen. I would like Arn to ask if we could have a moment to discuss uh, this new information. Old woman, we hear you. You can have your time. And he motions at the people standing behind you in the woods, and they come over towards where the opening to the cave is. Uh, Ulf um, follows to where Greba is, but leaves the um, wooden wolf in, in on the ground. All right. I would kind of like to know if... Because they need more firepower than we have. Like, we, we can't take on this problem by ourselves. Um, Gundis also needs more firepower than we have. We can't take on her problem by herself. We do have leave from her to speak in her voice. We have her token. Is there any possibility that we could garner a treaty between the uh, Gundis and her north and south, or just one of them? Uh, and also this group to where they can collectively come to each other's aid to take care of these problems that are going to require more than just their own firepower. C can we garner that treaty, that, that type of thing, or is that stepping out of bounds? Like, should we be trying to do this ourselves? Or should we be trying to be more diplomatic and possibly have the people come together who live here? Uh, I think that... I agree this this problem seems like a bit more than what we can handle just the four of us. Um I feel like we could probably defeat it but we're going to walk away with some wear and tear. Mm -hmm. If we can if we can get even a few other people from Yarl Torgerson to come with us, I think that'll help a lot. And is this an issue that we can possibly ask them to keep defending their boundaries, their borders here, or should we ask them to possibly send a few people with us, uh, with their leader's voice, to speak with the other Jarls? Um, I think we should ask them to come with us. 
Okay, some or all, because they're currently all displaced. No, I'm... Oh, you mean bringing some of the offer? Yes. I don't know. I don't feel like any of them would actually be interested in coming. Maybe one or two? That way they know that we're speaking the truth in our dealings with them. I don't yeah, know. You know that um, in your culture, the pack is everything. So it's unlikely that they're going to send people off away from the pack. Okay, so should we... Well, that was information based on Dan's culture. He doesn't... No, like, sorry, I was having microphone issues here. Yeah, no, I would relay what Luke just said, that they are not likely to split up the pack. Yeah, I don't think they'll want to come with us. So I think we have we have two options. Either one, we deal with this wolf thing here and now, we make the offer happy, um, and so then hopefully they will maybe come and aid Gundis, or we go to Jarl Torgerson, and it's going to be a few days, I mean... It's during that time, I think, you know, the Ufendar, they're going to have to still deal with this this creature uh, possibly attacking them. I, I don't know. We could either wait, wait, like, go go kill the wolf ourselves now, or we could spend a few days. But it's not a wolf. It's a man who controls a significant number of wolves, and their warriors have been unable to defeat this wolf. I think we can go do it. I vote, I'm voting that we go kill this wolf. I want this wolf man dead. Arn votes no. There's no way that if so many wolf are terrified from this thing and it takes over the minds of his stuff, that we can't go against it yet. I guess my only uh, hesitation is, okay, we go to this other Jarl and say, hey, come help us over here. And then we come back through and then they're like, oh, we didn't say we'd help these people too. Yeah. Uh, that's my only, like... Can we ask them what they would like to do? I mean, they want us to kill the wolf. They want their pack lands back, yeah. yeah. And they're pragmatic. They don't really care that they're taking Gundis's livestock and sheep because they just need stuff to survive. Gundis is kind of failing them. I think we need to go take care of this. I think that we can do it. I mean, but Arn has hesitation, and that is my all- <laughs> my other worry. <laughs> okay, fine. Arn will cave. <laughs> He will say, let us go after the wolf, this wolf thing. I would ask that they send their best warriors with us as we go attempt to take care of this wolf thing. I'd like to go to Hang, and I will say, can you tell us where this creature lives? The creature took our packland, continue through the woods. There you'll find it. We will take care of this problem for you so that you can have your pack lens back and you can live with peace he and elska like nod solemnly and um as as you turned around and like went back towards them uh i think ulf specifically make a perception check 15 no 15 17 the the wooden wolf is no longer there and the yes. the little the little child is like got it and like playing with it like you were on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Wolf sheds one single tear. Arn uh, throws a coin at uh, tattooed grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a good place to uh, stop for this episode. You Thank have a direction, you have a mission, <laughs> and uh, you have a target. Now, hopefully, you'll see some combat here pretty soon. So, so with that, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. 
and uh, future Vikings. If you haven't already, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Patreon at Viking Encampment. Oh, and YouTube too. Uh, episodes are being released uh, every other week. And uh, we hope to see you next time come hell or high water. Yeah.